0: Hey friends, welcome back to the Health Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Elena Davis, and today we are going to be talking about endometriosis. Did you know that it is estimated that one in 10 women have endometriosis, or endo for short? March is Endometriosis Awareness Month, and as someone who has endometriosis, I am passionate about sharing my story and educating others about this chronic inflammatory condition. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's jump into it. Hey, friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Endometriosis is an inflammatory hormonal condition in which tissue similar to the lining of the uterus or the endometrium is found in other parts of the body outside of the uterus. This tissue responds to hormonal shifts of the menstrual cycle, just the same as the tissue within the uterus does, and as such, it causes inflammation, pain often scar tissue and adhesions, it's estimated that around 200 million women worldwide have endometriosis and it's a complex disorder. And because of the variety of symptoms that can be associated with it, it can often take several years and multiple providers to actually receive an endometriosis diagnosis. If you want to know more about endo, including the symptoms, what we know and don't know about possible causes and current treatment options, I recorded a podcast on this about a year ago. It's episode 30. You can get to the show notes for that particular episode by going to my website, yourhealthforward.com slash podcast and typing the word endometriosis into the search bar. I have several episodes there about endometriosis that um, should come up for you to be able to look into that as well. There's a few more about my personal journey with endo, as well as an episode all about acupuncture and how helpful it can be for managing endometriosis symptoms. So this leads me into my topic for today, five tips for managing endometriosis. Whether you have already received a diagnosis, or maybe you just suspect that you have it, there are some things that you need to know that can help you along your journey. The first one is to be an advocate for your own health. Unfortunately, as I said, it can take multiple years, sometimes even up to a decade, and multiple doctors and providers for a woman to get an endometriosis diagnosis. Sadly, a lot of symptoms of endometriosis are often overlooked or downplayed, or even dismissed as just being tired or overwhelmed or overly dramatic. Hopefully this is not going to be your experience, but you do need to know going into this, that you are going to need to be your own health advocate here. Even the most skilled and compassionate providers don't know your body the way that you do. They're not going to be able to feel or experience symptoms the way that you do. So make a list of questions before each appointment and be willing to voice your concerns if you are not comfortable with a particular treatment plan. Also remember that your provider is there to help you, but they can't read your mind. So you have to speak up and they don't have the final say about your care. If you feel uncomfortable or you feel dismissed, you need to find another provider and that is okay to do. It's also important to remember that endometriosis is a condition in which up until now, a whole lot of research has not been done. And while thankfully that's changing, there's still a whole lot of unknowns about it. Honestly, you could probably say there's more unknown about it than there is known about it at this point. And so, It's okay for you to do research on your own, to try to look into symptoms and things that may help with your symptoms on your own. This probably isn't going to be a situation where you can just walk into a provider's office and expect them to tell you everything that you need to know because most likely they don't know that either. This is something we're all kind of learning together. The second tip I have is try to deal with the root of your symptoms. Now, there's not yet an agreed-upon root cause for endometriosis. There are several theories that are being researched as of now, but right now that's all, they, that's all they are, are just theories. So what we do know is that women with endometriosis often also have poor gut health, often hormonal imbalances, as well as chronic inflammation. So while we don't know what exact thing or things triggered the condition, we can address the other issues, the roots of these other issues. So for example, working on gut health might be a really great place to start because that's going to address if you have leaky gut or any, any gut lining issues, as well as ensuring that you have a good balance of your um, gut bugs, gut flora, we know that gut health affects pretty much all other processes and symptoms of the body. So starting there can be a really great place to deal with some of the symptoms related to endometriosis. Another example of that would be something like acupuncture. It's a great starting place because it can benefit so many different areas of symptoms. It can benefit the stagnation issue. It can benefit hormonal imbalances and inflammation. So those are just a couple of examples, but know that when it comes to endometriosis symptoms, you don't want to just cover up the symptoms. That's not going to bring you any real lasting relief. You're going to want to try to get to as much as possible, the root of the symptoms you're experiencing, and hopefully that can bring you some relief. Number three is create a support system. So a condition like endometriosis affects your entire life, not just part of it. So you're going to likely need to address each area with multiple different providers. Creating a care team may involve many different types of providers like a surgeon, which will often be a reproductive endocrinologist that's specifically trained in excision surgery for endometriosis, possibly an acupuncturist, pelvic health physical therapist, a health coach or a hormone coach or a nutritionist trained in hormone health. And then often also a mental health professional or licensed therapist. As I said, there's just so many different aspects of your life that are affected by a condition like this, really any chronic condition, but obviously speaking here of endometriosis, it can just affect not just your physical health, but also your mental health, your emotional health. So you really need to remember that you're gonna need support for all of those different areas. Your care team may have more or fewer providers than that, but it's important to remember that this is a complex condition. So it's good to support yourself in all of those different areas and it doesn't make you extra. In addition to have, having different trained providers, it's also important to surround yourself with friends and family, some kind of community that can support you along your journey. Endometriosis can be a lonely diagnosis because it's still kind of such a hush-hush topic. Some people tend to think of it still as just a period problem, but in reality, it's way more than that. And when you're trying to manage a chronic condition of any kind, you're going to need an outlet. So a small group of people that you can share your worries, your struggles, your feelings with that will encourage you, that will try to uplift you and point you back to truth is really important. Similar to the last tip, number four is design a plan that works for you. So this is more talking about specifically how you're going to deal with your symptoms that you're having. And although there are many shared symptoms among people with endometriosis, every case is unique and individualized. No two women are exactly the same. They have different genetic makeups, different environmental factors, different lifestyle factors. So what may be helpful for one person may not necessarily be the golden ticket for another. And so just know that going in. Pay attention to the signals, the symptoms that your body is giving you and do some research into what may help with that particular symptom, but also that works in your particular phase of life and schedule. For example, if you deal with chronic fatigue as a symptom, waking up at 5am and going to the gym and doing a workout first thing in the morning like your friends, that may not be the best idea for you, even if it's working great for them. Don't get me wrong. We can always learn from other people. We can always take their good ideas and see if that's something that works for us, but just be very careful when comparing your journey to someone else's, especially to someone else's who does not also have endometriosis. And then tip number five I have is just to be gracious with yourself. As I mentioned before, apart from divine healing, which I always want to leave room for, there's currently no known cure for endometriosis. But that does not mean that there cannot be relief or there cannot be a reversal of symptoms, maybe even a state of remission, but it's not something that's just cured and then you never have to think about it again. So make sure that when you're setting up your care plan, when you're setting up your support system and your care team, when you're changing things in your lifestyle to try to deal with your symptoms, make sure that you are setting a realistic expectation for yourself. Also remember that healing is not linear. This is something that can be very frustrating for anyone dealing with any kind of chronic health condition or trying to heal from something. Healing is a process of ups and downs. It does not look like this steady incline of going up you know going up this mountain or going up this hill that's that's not what it looks like it looks way more like a roller coaster right it's a process of ups and downs doing really well for a while having a setback learning how things affect your body adjusting and then doing that over and over and over so try to remember this when you start to feel frustrated with your body it can be discouraging when you don't remember that because you feel like I was doing so well or I went so long without pain or my energy felt so good or I had surgery and now I I feel like I don't really have it anymore and so I'm just gonna go on about my life and then bam, you're dealing with it again. So you have to know, set realistic expectations going in that this is gonna be up and down It's going to go really well. You're going to have a setback. It's going to go really well again. You're going to have a setback. And that's okay. That does not mean that you're not getting better. That doesn't mean that you're not healing. It doesn't mean you're not improving. It's just not going to look perfect. Another common thought that those dealing with chronic pain or any kind of chronic condition can find themselves struggling with is the feeling that their body is betraying them. So I really want to encourage you to work on this mindset. You are not defective. Your body is not betraying you. You were fearfully and wonderfully made just like everyone else. But we live in a fallen world where pain and disease still exist. And your body needs some extra support. Your journey is not going to look like everyone else's. It's not going to look like anyone else's. And that's a good thing. It's uniquely yours, but be gracious with yourself and find gratitude in the ways that your body is serving you every day, rather than having this feeling that your body's betraying you or that you're, you're fighting with your body. That feeling will not serve you. That feeling will not help you in your healing process. As a matter of fact, it's going to hold you back. I hope that this has helped to encourage you. If you have endometriosis to help you know that you're not alone, the feelings that you are having are common, that you're not crazy. And if you know someone who has endometriosis, check on them and see how they're doing. Send them this podcast. Odds are they probably need some encouragement too. Well, thank you guys for listening in today. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.